And here we are. It's us. It's we're the back. Couch. I know. We've been away for a while. Because we're busy and we have lives. I know. It's true. And I was in yeah. New York and, and listeners, podcast friends were like, we miss it. Like, what's going yeah, on? They don't, miss miss it. It en- they don't miss it enough to write to uh, thecomedycouch at gmail.com. No, there was nothing I just in went, there. No. I think they probably just thought we pooped out. And... I just went to get some you yeah. know, listener emails and there was um, zero. Really? So. Well, I think we haven't been delivering, and so well, that's just probably... like you to take it to take make it your fault. Well, no, it's but not I mean, your fault. like, what you know? Maybe they thought we fall off, fell off the face of the earth, or uh, the edge of the earth. But anyway, we're we here. Kind of did. It's true. Yeah. We're, uh, it's it's a rainy Friday. Friday the thirteenth. Oh wow! I didn't realize it was the thirteenth. Thunderclap. Yeah, and uh, and we're here. We're catching up a little bit. We've been places. Oh, so many places, done so many things. I know. So, uh, how should we start this? Well, go ahead and tell us. Okay, so when we uh, did the podcast last, yes, we were gearing up for a vicious, terrible two-episode week of the Uh, Fashion Police. Yeah, back to backs. We knew that we were going to try and do two one-hour episodes in a week. Now, yeah, in two days, we went um, from thirty minutes to an hour. That's true. About a month ago. That's true. And how has that changed? How noticeable has that been for you? When it's intense, it's more intense. But then the rest of the days, like, you know, like the slow days, like Mondays or Fridays or the weekends or it's normal. But when it's when it's intense, but going it's more from, intense. Going from 30 minutes to an hour definitely is – you definitely notice, oh, wow, there's sure. a lot more to write here. For there's sure. A lot, yes. and for sure. what I think is uh, an interesting phenomenon is it's harder the more pictures there are. Uh, which I know sounds like a no-brainer, no-brainer, but what I mean is when you're looking at a book of 30 photos, it's so hard to do anything on the one that you're looking at. But when you have it down to a list of just five left, yeah, it feels like things really come faster. And But there's this weird weightiness of knowing, oh my God, there's yeah. so many pictures, right? Yeah, it's how do you manage it. I've started a new trick, which is... Uh, when we first get all the pictures, I set a, a little stopwatch on my clock and do like five minutes picture and just write, write as many things as I can think of, which isn't usually very many, mm-hmm. but then you just go through it. You know what I mean? And then you feel like, okay, I've just like, what was your first impulse? On... Yes. Or what do you see? And sometimes you get a few things, but then you timer stop next picture. I don't know. I just thought it was fun. I, I, I'm still enjoying my iPhone is the point. God, I love fun. how you can just turn everything into a game. Well, I That's just, great. Well, like you, but like you said, it's an, an it's a bit like, it's a lot of you stuff to and you get have out from to, under it. Yeah. You have to Zen it out somehow is the, is the point. So, um, but, uh, so yeah. then we had our very first two one hour episodes in a week. <laughs> we did a one hour show on a Thursday and then a one hour show on the Friday. And, it it really was it was almost killed us, didn't it? It was really well, hard. I stayed my I didn't come home. I slept in my office. I laid on the floor for a while and slept. And uh, and I was I was told Sabrina Jones' assistant the next day. She's like, "You got to get a, a like a sleeping kid in there. Like she she's got an answer for every problem." Right. the The problem isn't uh, be able to go home and sleep no, in your bed. No. It's we need to get some kind of a thing <laughs> yeah. for when you have to stay at work because you're going to keep doing yeah, that. Because that, that's right. That's that's your life now. That's totally it. But the sucky thing is, and I'm mad at myself about this, is I drove back to the office and I parked in front of the building because I thought I was going to go home at night. Yeah. And then I forgot and I didn't. And I th- I'm walking out and I'm like, oh, fuck, I hope I don't have a ticket. I didn't have a ticket. Oh, my God, Dennis. I had three tickets. No, oh, I thought you were going to say you got towed. No, I, thought I you had were three say- tickets. So one was for the X, one was for Y, and one was for Z or whatever. 
but it, <laughs> it totaled like $250. Wow. Yeah, so I won't make that mistake again. Or maybe I will. You will. Maybe it's I so, will. Yeah. It's so funny how there will literally be... a stack be, of tickets. There will be a text that I got you know, uh, Thursday morning, and I'm like, I don't remember getting it, reading it, responding to yeah. it. We had a, I Thursday. I don't remember Thursday. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it gets so intense, and it's great. It's fun, intense. It's yeah. not like, oh God, why am I doing this to my right. life? Like, we're not complaining. No, in that regard, it's it's. But it's like, it is so weird though when you really feel like you've got like I had five really funny observation jokes about this. And then none of them like really work right or land. And you're just like, how am I going to think of five new things when the ones that I was so sure of yeah. were no good? Yeah. When they didn't go for that one. Wow. Okay. No, I get it for sure. Yeah. You just got to zen it out, man. But you do such a great job on that. Like you really are. Thank you're you. so one of the there are times where I think uh, you could put a gun to my head and I couldn't think of anything else about this. Beyonce in those fucking flowered pants. I know that was the current. So, that example. was really, really hard this week. In the current episode uh, that that we do, uh, gotta have it, make it stop. The trend, yes. which is which is uh, wild print plant pants, and Beyonce is in these pants that I think are dreadful and I think look bad on her, but like they're not so bad that you can do jokes about. Oh, this is like she's looked worse. And when she looks good after having the kid, she looks good. Right. So so it's like it was they were they're very just hard. hard to they write. shouldn't be as hard, but they were. But speaking of um so then we did the two episodes and yes. we got to Friday and we finished taping it like Friday at noon. Yes. And it was like, shoo, now we're off for a full week. Yes. 9 days really. You know, if you count yeah. the weekend. Yes. And you uh, left town, and so did I. I went to you left town before me. I didn't leave until. Um, did you not leave till Monday? I didn't leave till Monday. So what did you do that weekend? That weekend, I I don't remember. Right, that's the kind of tired did, that we were. Uh, I did a day of work on the Star Watch thing. I did that, which mm-hmm. is this this um, uh, on camera thing that I do every once in a while that airs like in Belgium, where I talk about an actor. Good luck getting a waffle there without being accosted by your fans. Yeah, it's going to be rough. Uh, but, um, and I, th- and I probably did yoga and saw some shit. I saw Death Trap. Oh, the, the new gay center. Death Trap. Yes. Now, did they make it more gay or it's the yes. same gay? Textually, they didn't change it, but th- there's more, uh, the kissing's a little more intense and then there's some nudity. Is it modern day? Shot. No, I think it's still, I think it's still set. Okay. I'm not sure. So there's not like grinder and stuff. No. I don't think so, but it's yeah. but the set is amazing. They used the little room where we shot the village, where we do the village variety pack, and they turned it into this amazing because it's just the office. house, right? Yeah, it's just the house and the office, and but the play is one set, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it was directed. Do you, do you ever see the woman in black that our friend Robert Smith did the um, sets and I'm not sure lighting that I did for? See it that. was like a it was like a thriller. Yeah, play. I didn't. But anyway, it's directed by the same guy that did that, so he knows how to create suspense in a theatrical setting i liked it i thought it was great well we did the two shows and um my i've been having a sinus problem allergies and uh, i had gone uh, early in the week like monday i had gone to the pharmacy and said look my sinuses i have this drip down the back of my throat and it's annoying and i'm constantly going and and but it's like water. It's not like I'm blowing snot. It's not like it's green, you know. Yeah. But like I'm not when I when I clear my throat, nothing moves. There's no phlegm. But like it's. And um, the doctor said, "Well, you 
I used to be on Claritin D, but now I'm on Zyrtec, but then I also take real Sudafed. And he goes, okay, try the fake Sudafed, which is the kind you can buy without giving them your ID now. And I said, no, I've been on that and it doesn't work. That's why I had to go back to regular Sudafed. And he goes, okay, well then you should change to Allegra because that's a better allergy probably than Zyrtec for what's happening here in California right now. Um, and you'll just get the old fashioned like nasal spray, the kind like Afrin, you know, and it'll dry it out. And, and I was like, okay, but aren't you only supposed to be able to use that for like three days? He's like, yeah, use it for a couple days, but then no more than that. All right. It just got worse. Nothing got better. Shit. And by Thursday I had no voice. Thursday and of... Thursday of the two show. week. Yeah. 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 So we did the taping Thursday morning and I'm trying to like yell at the audience and I'm like, yeah, you got like, I had no voice. Yeah. And so now I'm freaking out because Friday we're going to do another show. Then I have to fly to Phoenix and open for Joan. Right. And I'm you know kind of going to need a voice for that. Yeah. So Thursday night after we do the writers meeting, I say to Joan, what do you do when you lose your voice? Do you just get a cortisone shot? Like when you have to have a show? And she goes, no, I'd have these pills because cortisone shots, you know, are really bad for you. And they work right. great, but they're really bad. And there's these certain prednisone pills that she – when she literally went and got them and showed me and I wrote down the name and she was like, they're good because they have very low side effects and they're very safe. And the, you're supposed to take like six, the first day, then five day two, four the next day, three, two. So you taper yourself off. Um, and she's like, but I'll just take three the day of a show and that'll give me my voice back. And then I'll take two the next day and then one to like wean off of them. So ask for those and don't do six, just do three, two, one. And I said, okay. So then I went, uh, we did the show Friday and it was a really funny show and it was, you know, whatever. It was great. And I had a one thirty-five flight to Phoenix. Yeah. And we and finished it like, at like 1140. Yeah. I jump in the car. I go to urgent care and I literally, <laughs> this is the phone call I made from my car to the urgent care place. Hi, I'm not famous, but I'm opening tonight for Joan Rivers in Phoenix. And as you can hear, I have no voice. Yeah. So here's what I need. Right. I need to jump the line of whoever is there at urgent care. Yeah. And I need to go immediately to the doctor and I need a cortisone shot or this prescription. And I need the prescription to be like filled right there. And I have a 135 plane to catch at Burbank airport. And I feel like such a jerk asking for this special treatment, but I just don't know what else to do. And they were so nice. They which were like, urgent care? Right here on Laurel Canyon. Okay. Um, which I've been to before. Yeah. And they were so nice. And they were like, oh my gosh, how exciting. Joan Rivers. Okay, okay no problem. And I went and they got me right in. And the doctor had seen me before. So she was like, this is exciting, Tony. And she's Filipino. Thank God. So I have points for right, that. Right. So, um, and so she looked and she was like, yeah, I don't need to give you a cortisone shot. I'm going to give you the prednisone pills. But don't do three, two, one. You really should do six. Five, four, three, two, one. And I was like, okay, fine. So I go next door, get it refilled. Um, I'm literally racing to the airport. I had to valet park at Burbank Airport oh, in order shit. to make my flight. But I was like, whatever. I don't care. It's $30 a day. Right. At least I'm not getting $250 worth of tickets. Like, Dennis, that dumbass. Holy shit. So I jump on the plane, uh, you know, take the pills, jump on the plane. I land in Phoenix, and I'm like, oh, I have a full-on normal voice. I can't believe it. In an I hour didn't and 20 minutes. I know what was going to happen. That's These amazing. pills are unbelievable. Wow. And so then, so I, then get, you did five, I get four, out three, to the one. theater and, uh, you know, got there and had a couple hours. Because, mind you, I hadn't even thought about what I was going to do as my set. Yeah. Like, it's my Joan Rivers opening is, like, locked. Right. But I haven't done it in two months. Yeah. I haven't looked at it. And last time I did it, I went, I typed it all up longhand. Yeah. So that I could give it to Joan's people and just yeah. say, look, anything in here that you want me to cut, just yeah. say and I'll cut it. Because... He made a comment about 
I'm the only gay guy that has ever opened for Joan, which is inconceivable. Right. right. Um, and he goes, we really let you say a lot of things that she would never let another opener say that are dirty or close to being yeah. dirty. And I was like, look, I don't want special treatment. I want to be, I want to open for her a lot. Yeah. So I want to follow the rules. Like there's a reason the opener can't be dirty. Right. And I, I, I acknowledge that. Right. So I thank God I have it written out long head. So I have a couple of hours to like study it, get it back in my head. And I have one on, on tape in my iPad, right. in my iPod. So I'm listening to myself do it. And so it's coming back. No chance to take a nap. Mind you, I had two hours Wednesday yeah. night, no sleep Thursday. And yeah. it's now, you know, Friday. So I'm going on like 48 hours of no sleep. I'm like oh delirious. God. And I've got, you know, two, so anyway, we do the show and it's a great show. But I heard something backstage at the theater at the Chandler Center for the Form- Performing Arts. Right. The artistic director of the theater, who was my high school friend, Michelle, didn't know I was standing bes- behind her. And she said to someone else that works there with her the following sentence. Oh, shit. And tell me if this is something you th- imagined you would ever hear in your lifetime. Oh, fuck. Guess what, people? We're fucked. Sinbad canceled. Oh, that's hilarious. Is that the funniest? Yeah. I thought it was going to be about no, you it wasn't being about dirty me. or whatever. We're fucked, everybody. Sinbad canceled. Yeah. And if so, he cancels, if he's booked and he cancels, you're <laughs> fucked. I... And so I just start laughing, and she goes, oh, I didn't know you were here. And I go, did you really just say that you think you're fucked? Because I, th- yes. I see that as a good thing. No. And she goes, no, the show is like, you know, it's four months away. I was like, four months? And I go, look, we can get a different – and she goes, well, who? Who would be another comic like of that level, you know? Yeah. And But now you're thinking – that's a very – specific like well, 80s kind of comic you and, need somebody with name recognition but who's affordable yeah and by affordable that, yeah, that's a code yeah but yeah and so i was like well i think you could get kevin nealon or john lovitz because they're both on hot in cleveland right now and they both still yeah. do stand up and they're names that everyone would know yeah from the 80s that would know sinbad but they're not they're probably not going to charge you a fortune and yeah. you know they're gettable um so yeah, so then we did the show and it was great. Joan flies to Phoenix right after the show, or flies to Chicago on the right. red eye. I went home with my sister and got to hang out with her for a couple hours. Nice. Literally, I took a two-hour nap and then the car picked me up at four thirty oh, in the morning, shit. and then had and flew to Chicago because I Joan don't. was doing two shows that night in Chicago, which she's shooting as her Showtime comedy special. Unbelievable. Most well, comics man, who have a special yeah. like don't do that much that week, and everything's about the special. And what they do is they go on the road for like two months before it and really get everything 100% solidified so that when they hit the stage for the special, they know everything will work with any audience. Right. It's going to play in the Midwest. It's going to play. Right. And Joan is like, yeah, I want some new, let's write some new jokes. Like all day long, she had us, Larry and I are there and she's wanting new jokes. Like you don't put in new jokes the day of your special. Joan Rivers ain't afraid of shit, people. She's not. She is a honey badger. Yeah. And she don't give a shit. Yeah. So she did her first show, and um, it was really exciting because Joan Rivers fans all recognized me from the reality show. Oh, that's cool. So we were in the Starbucks next door. I didn't open. Right. I thought maybe I was going to, and I didn't. They had a Chicago, excuse me, local sports announcer. Right. Who everyone would know. And that's who they had come, but he didn't even, he didn't even really get to do a set. Right. He did 10 minutes before the first show, but then I had 
said to him, look, we also need you to explain. This is a taping, so we need you to make a whole lot of noise, and right. now we're going to test the audience levels. You have to do the thing where you make them scream, and then you right. make them scream again louder. Right. Like, he needed to do that business like I always do before the tapings of Fashion Police. Right. So after the first show, Joan just said, don't have him, don't do a set. Literally, just do the business. Right. And then I'll come out. Um, so the first show was a really, it was a tough audience and it was really hot in there. Right. And it just didn't go that, I mean, Joan was hilarious, but it didn't go, but man, that second show. When is it going to air? Showtime has six months from when it's done being edited to air it. Okay. So probably before the end of the year. Does it have a name? I can't say. Okay. I, we were tossing around some ideas for okay. names, but That's I don't right. think I can talk. But yes, no it's going to be. Joan has a book coming out. Yes. Uh, this summer called I Hate Everyone. Right. Starting with me. Yeah. Which is a great title. And yes. so we were wanting to call the special Joan Rivers I Hate Everyone. Right. But the, I don't know what the legalities are of using the same title as the book, whether that's yeah. a good thing or not a good you know. And then there'll be a DVD version of it. Fabulous. Because Showtime will only air like 50 minutes. Right. But the unedited DVD will be like an hour 20. Fabulous. So it's, it's going to be a really cool thing. Um, so she was amazing. And, and we stayed at the Intercontinental. Isn't like that where people stay very when they go on fancy, Oprah and stuff? I don't really know. Yeah. Um, but it was very, very nice. And I had sex. Good. Because Were there you was exhausted? This... Did you fall asleep during yes, it? Yes, but it, no, it was so good. But I literally, I literally fell asleep on his ass. That's okay. This boy has such an amazing ass right. that I was like, I want to use your ass as a pillow. And I laid there and we were talking. And I was laying on his ass and I fucking fell asleep because I was so tired. <laughs> but he was That's flattered. So sweet. He was flattered. It's he was sweet. like, wow, my ass really is that great. It really is. And I was like, well, I was really that tired. But yeah, your you ass is. You could give it a blurb and when it does its next PR yeah. push. It's a very um, special ass. Now, where did you meet the guy? Did you have in contact with him before? Like online. on Facebook, yeah, and but then he had come to a taping a couple months ago. I see. Is he based in Chicago? He lives in Chicago. I see. Okay. And so when I found out I was coming there with Joan, I was like, yeah. "Hey, guess what? Right? Because we didn't get to get naked together when he was here in town visiting sure. people for the taping. So you were there was a studio on. Yeah, that was yeah, been yeah. So um, so yeah, so we did the sex in the fa- sex in a fancy hotel, Dennis. I am sorry. It's better in a fancy hotel. Like, I like sex. Anyway, I like sex in my room. Yeah. Even if there's no one else there. Right. But sex in a fancy hotel. And then we, like, ordered room service. And, and then I fell no, asleep on You don't have to worry ass. about the towels. Like, no, you don't have to worry about. No, jizz up the towels. Yeah. And there's always a robe. Somebody can wear a robe. Yes. Yeah, it's Julia Roberts. No. But here's the thing about fancy hotels that I find yes. interesting. Fancy hotels now that are very sort of, like, modern-y, like yeah. a W- they do that thing where they have you have like a glass shower that has no door on it. Yeah. And then the whole bathroom floor is wet. Right, like, I know. Just because I'm rich doesn't mean that the laws of physics don't still apply. The water right. bounces off my body. There's no door. It now is all over the floor, and now I'm going to slip and break my neck. Right. And you're looking at the configuration like, is there something I need to adjust or move? Am I supposed to slide? What am yeah. I doing? Like, you feel like you're... you're you haven't figured some right. There's obviously a door that I'm just not seeing, or a panel that slides, or well, no, apparently not. And no. trying to fucking turn on a light, yeah, in one of those fucking W hotels, trying to find the goddamn. Yeah. I don't. I this. I know this item is a lamp. Yeah. I don't. There's no light bulb. Right. There's no lampshade. Right. And there's no switch. But I know it can produce yeah. light if I do the right thing to it. Right. God. Almighty. I think a hotel that also had just a big fucking outlet with a bunch of empty outlet holes for your stuff. Yeah. with a neon light pointing to plug, plug it in here. here 
I think that I would fuck that though. I would fucking <laughs> if they did that, I would fuck it, and that's so that's why. Yeah, maybe they they probably know, did that, they, and there was a lawsuit. They, yeah, somebody stuck it in there. So, um, so then you then you stayed in Chicago Saturday night and came back Sunday. Or Flew did, back at um, fucking eight a.m. Sunday morning. You know, again oh. on like no sleep because I didn't get back to the hotel till like two in the morning after yeah. the show, and then we did the sex and the eating. Right, and so I got maybe yeah, about two hours sleep on his ass. Right, and then um, that, that's a long nap on an ass. It was delicious. It was yeah. good. I like it. Um, and he was white, and he was like really white, like really pale, like right. red. He's a redhead. Wow, like that kind a of ginger. Pale. Yeah, he's not really gingery down in there. Right. Well, what I mean is down there or right. in there. Right. Um. He was like maybe like a hairless ginger. Sure. Maybe. Okay, maybe he He was his out. hair was reddish, yeah. but then he didn't have a whole lot of hair in his but there was no body hair. Right. Like natural like he didn't How old are we talking? He was old. I know I just made him sound like he was 14. Yeah, no, but it's no Uh old. he was uh, 32, I think. Nice. Yeah. Nice age. It was a good time. Good. And then uh, I stayed in Phoenix for a day to actually meet my family and hear uh how upset they were about my show with Joan Rivers. What would they have said about? Because I didn't talk about them. Are you effing me? Because they get mad sometimes when you do talk about them. My mom literally was like, I was a little surprised you didn't talk about me. I was, I kind of told my friends that you were going to talk about that thing about when I said you didn't have AIDS. Like, she want, she was upset that I didn't make fun of her from the stage. Yeah. And then I did say that I took my little brother on a straight cruise. Right. To do the straight cruise trunk. So she goes, well, you, you did a shout out for your little brother. Yeah. Like, you're literally keeping track of shout-outs now? Yeah, probably, yeah. So, wow. and now I have Were shows... they genuinely miffed, or were they just being silly? Silly, but annoyed, but she, she's genuinely... She had definitely told the people in her office... Is it a real thing? Like, the next time you go to do it, are you going to be thinking, like, oh, is she going to... like? I'm doing shows in Phoenix the 27th yeah. and the 28th of this month. Right on. And she's made it very clear that I am to do that chunk. Right. Well, that's a great chunk. It's just not for Joan Rivers' audience. Well, I am to do it because she's going to make her co-workers come again yeah. so they can hear me talk about it. So wow. I am, but right. she's only coming on the 28th because on the 27th, she has tickets to Wanda Sykes. All right. Well, like any on. other's mother would be like at every show yeah. and like she's, oh yeah, no, I'm the 27th. No good for me. I right. have, uh, tickets to see another comic who's, uh, better than you and richer and more famous and gayer and doesn't need the money. So yeah. I'll just be, yeah, that's all right. So then you went to... I went to Key West. I, I flew out on Monday morning mm. and uh, got to Key West. I stayed at the Island House, which was every bit as wonderful as you said. I, I am. I probably it. undersold it, in fact. I it is a it. great place. Very, first of all, you, it's hard to find the entrance. It's, that, it's, very, it's such an enclave. And yet easy to find the holes. That, it's true. Entrance is hard. Holes are easy. Um, the, the tagline for that place would be, Island House Key West, as slutty as you want to be. Because you can be as super you be, slutty or not slutty, or not That's slutty. The thing. and no guess one's going to force it on you. No, no one is. And you were really slutty, weren't you? No, I was not. Um, <laughs> I know it's shocking to a lot of people out there. A lot of people have just turned off the podcast. Uh, but um, I had a room right by the pool. It was nice. Mm-hmm. The, you're right about the linens. Fantastic. Yeah, and uh, the good Aveda product. Three channels of porn, cozy. Dennis. Here's my problem. I cannot watch porn that I'm not in the driver's seat of. I cannot watch it if I can't fast forward it. I mean, it's oh, nice that's little backgroundy true. thing, but I, like I kind of like, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really. You didn't as, masturbate to that pornography. No. Wow, I did, but you're right. It is so frustrating when you're like, okay, I need you to go to the next thing now, yeah, and get it. they're not listening it. to no, you. No, they're not. But you know, it's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I got a lot of writing done on my pilot, believe it or not, this thing that I'm working on, this idea, right there by the pool, which is nice. And yeah. uh, their little food is open all the time, and everything I ate was delicious. So good. Yeah. And um, one of our bartenders, Mark, was in the local production of the 25th annual Putnam Spelling Bee, and I got to go to that with Randy Roberts, who you know. I love Randy. Oh, Randy is me. a drag performer who's based in Key West and who also works in P-Town, and he knows you from P-Town. Yeah. And uh, he and I, Chad Michaels are the premier share personators. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the two. His share is pretty uh, off the chain. So, But what, Randy sings live. He totally sings live. So that's the difference. He doesn't lip sync at Chad all. Does Chad and I sing live? I don't know. I don't think Chad Michaels – yeah, I think Chad um, Michaels lip syncs. So I um, – I put on Facebook that I was going to Key West, any tips or whatever, and he hit me up and said, hey, I live here. Because I'd only met him once. I met him one time at the Gay and Lesbian Center. He was there to see a show. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I went to see his show at the La Tida, uh, and he's great. Mm -hmm. And uh, quite a crowd. Like, it's a lot of straight people that go to the drag shows. Oh, yeah, shows. yeah. It's, it's all straight people, yeah. yeah. But, you know, there was like a... And he works the audience a lot. So there's like old couples that he's teasing some old guys yeah. with bald hair. And then he's there's... good at that funny teasing the audience. Style. Ooh, which is so like, good luck. Like I just, I, I, my hat's off because you just never know what you're going to get. And you got to be kind of fearless. And um, mm -hmm. then there was like a teenager who was like a junior in high school and he had fun with him. So his, wow. it was great. And so he invited me the next night to go to the show and we saw our waiter in Putnam Spelling Bee. But here's the thing with Putnam Spelling Bee. And I loved it on Broadway, and I love, I love it the so show. Much. Yeah, they bring like three people from the audience to take part in the B, and in this particular audience, they were three people who really thought they might get discovered. God damn it! And they were milking it. Yeah, and that's acting. awful. And it was just like every performer that does audience participation. It's your worst nightmare. It's our worst nightmare with the mismatch game. Like we want a contestant to come mm -hmm. up there and sort of. Try to be a little clever, but you don't need to. No, we're not going to come for you. Yeah, so just, just do the just job. Do Facilitate. Give. Yeah. But these people were dancing and emoting. Them. Dennis, I hate them. And there was like three adults and one kid that was like in the the ringer pool, like the the audience people, and the kid was the only one who didn't who understood who what understood his job was. what his role was <laughs> that he wasn't there to you know win a Tony. That is so funny. <sighs> yeah, it was, you know, but it was it was a really fun thing to do there. And I rented my little bike and I rode around. So your point is even a bad production of Putnam County Spelling Bee is still fun. It's still fun. And the, all the regular people in it were great. It was just the audience was, they were like hammy McCammersons. But that was kind of funny in its own way. Um, a highlight at the Island House was the massage I got by the pool. Yeah, Young David. Did you get a massage by the pool? I did. And I feel like his name was Greg and he wore... Um, those toe shoes, the yeah, shoes which with the individual shoes, which I hate. And I remember lying down in the thing and putting my face down, and I saw his feet yeah. in those, and I thought, well, if this, this was me. ever going to be an erotic massage, yeah. now it ain't. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, those toe feet, what do they feel like to wear? Have you ever tried I on I would pair? not. I, th this is my, my feeling on those shoes is they're – yes – they are for when you're running or working out. Yeah. They cause your stabilizing muscles to engage in a way right. that regular shoes don't. Right. Therefore, that's a good thing yeah. if you are a distance runner and you're right. doing a marathon and you're really 
or you are an elite level athlete that is trying to build those very tiny, tiny little muscles. Right. But if you're just 40 pounds overweight, you're not ready for the toe shoes right. yet. But like, what if they those feel are for, good? I don't give a fuck how they feel, Dennis. <laughs> They're for elite level athletes only. Right. Okay, fair enough. So you need to be under, yeah. you need to be at like 8% body fat before you can even, they shouldn't even let you try them on. No. Well, my feet are a size different, so I could, I'd have a hard time buying a pair anyway. So you mean one foot is bigger than the other? By a whole size almost. That's interesting. Yeah. It's so I would have hanging, dangling toes. Uh-huh. Um, one thing I did do in P- Key West, and I'm proud of, I went to my first Bikram yoga class, got up and went. And that's the sweaty yoga. That's the hot yoga. But not nude. No. Okay. But I just had a pair of shorts. But a lot of people were, nobody was nude, but you know, you it's hot and you just want don't want to wear it. Is a, it miserable? It's not fun. <laughs> And you walk in and it starts, it kind of smells gross. Was that your gross. fault too? Was that your fault? That was my fault, but it wasn't fun. <laughs> it kind of smells gross and whatever. And I like my yoga that I do with a little music. No music. Gong, ding, ding, no gong, flows. Gong. You don't go from one move to the next. It's very, and it's always the same. You do this pose, this pose, this pose, this pose. So, you know, I got through it and I didn't pass out and uh-huh. that was good. Um, but this always, I, when I travel now, I, I explore taking yoga in other places. Wow. And this happened in Thanksgiving. Did and you bring no, I rented one there. This happened in Thanksgiving, and this happened in Palm Springs. Palm Springs, and then I think there's a guy in the class that I kind of like, and I want to chat with afterwards. And I get cocked blocked by some other asshole in the class that wants to talk and be friendly to you yes. or to the guy you want. No, to me. Well, see, so Dennis, you need time, to shut that down. I need to You're, shut it down. Why? Why do you feel like just because someone wants to talk to you? That you also have to talk to them. You're yeah. allowed to want to talk to someone else. I know, but you And know. you know what you can do? You can telegraph that strongly. <laughs> There's, It's fine. You but can literally go, was... yeah, yeah, uh-huh, anyasa, uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Namaste. This time it was Grandma Yoga who was like- Fuck Grandma Yoga! Little uh, gray-haired woman that was right in front of me, and whatever oh. he said, she could do, and then and she could you know, play the piano at the same time. Like, she was unbelievable. Jesus. And afterwards, she was like, because everyone knew it was my first time, so they were nice to me. And I never, like, had to stop or lay down or pass out, which mm-hmm. is not surprising, or which is surprising. And she was like, I could tell you did very good. I could tell you had the yoga in you. And I was like, really? <sighs> I, have the yoga? I have the yoga Yeah, and you me. know what's not going to be in me? That dude that's That hot bye. guy over there He's that left. I wanted to talk oh. to, Grandma fucking Grandma yeah. Willow. Grandma Willow. Fuck. Cock blocked my you got cocked by the tree of life, Dennis. I know, I know. But I do have the yoga in me, so there's some, that's, oh. but not, not what's his face. Yeah. Which yeah. would you rather? Come on. I don't know. That's... The yoga stays in you forever. The well. other dude <laughs> hits it and quits it. He hits it, splits it, and quits it. Well, he might fall asleep on your ass. I know. That's so neat. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> so that was Key West. And so you had good food. I did. You did masturbate, but not to their porn. No. No. More likely, some, probably something I dialed up on my own. But you definitely computer. felt a little more sexual in that oh, environment. Oh yeah, yeah, no, like, it's a sexy it's, place. It right, is. and some... I love the hot tub outside. But yeah. I also, I kind of went out a little more than you did. I rented a bike at one point. Yeah, and uh, I got, a, I got a lot done with my writing. So um, that's good. It was all good. I and love that place. And then you came back, and then went like immediately. Oh no, they I went flew to New York. straight to New York. Yes. And what? Did but you here's see? the cool thing. I in Miami. I got bumped from my flight for an, just an hour, and I got a five hundred dollars voucher. That's Isn't tremendous. That That's a really high value. No, it's a good voucher, and I only missed like an hour flight. And 
yeah, that was kind of like it almost makes up for getting that the, all those tickets. I um, upgraded myself to first class flying back from Chicago. Oh, that's nice, right? Because it was only it was one hundred thirty five dollars. Yeah. But I was gonna have to check a bag, which would right. have been twenty five. Right. So it cost me an additional hundred and ten bucks. And you know what? You deserved a little lie down. And I had like four mimosas. Yeah. And a nice big seat. That's it. And a woman next to me that knew that knew not to fucking grandma no. yoga me. No. That we were not gonna be friends or talking right. or, and uh, and I had some, we had a I had a nice granola and fruit situation. Like it nice. was just good. It was fucking. That was a hundred. And then you were here well for spent. a week. You didn't. You were just or five. five yeah. Five, then six I days. was here in yeah. town, and uh, an interesting thing happened. Well, first of all, I got a lot of uh, anal done, so that was good. Good. Um, uh, specifically with this black fellow here uh, that lives right here in North Hollywood. Right on. Nine one six zero six. Yeah, and it was good. It was good eating, and we. And so I uh, had sex with him on Friday of that week. And then I knew um, that I was going to be busy Saturday, but I was like, maybe Sunday, because I had a show Sunday night. I was doing stand up here at Flappers Comedy. Right. Uh, but I was like, you know, Sunday. And so, um, but I didn't realize that that was Easter. So I had sex with him on Friday and then was like, I'll be back in three days. Just like Jesus, Dennis. Right. That's and I true. did. I came back. You had to roll a rock away from the cave, and so and well, you... sort of like there wasn't a rock, but yes, and um, and it was. I was saying then, so when I did my show Easter Sunday, I was like, "Did you guys have like brunch? Did you like did you guys have? Did you all have honey baked ham for Easter?" Uh, I fucked a black guy, but it's kind of the same because it's brown on the outside and it's pink on the inside, and it's so delicious. Sure, and. Um, it's and but here's the funny thing. Now, that had happened. you seen him before, or was this your first maiden voyage? I, last week was the first time that we met, right? And okay, so we did it three times. And, um, and where did you meet him? Uh, Grinder, right on. And so, um, but so then when I got there on Sunday, I opened. He opened the door and he goes, "You're late." And. I, I you just don't expect a black person to ever tell you that you're late. Like that's supposed to be your thing. And so I just it, I just went, well, it's our third date. It's either that or I start talking like you. And Dennis, he got it. He laughed. That's lovely. If, if, if this is huge because usually the grinder people, yeah, are not also people that you're going to be able to ever they, have don't a enjoy laugh racial with. humor. <laughs> they don't like they don't love racist jokes. jokes. <laughs> really? Wow. Okay. No. But Whatever. I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> normally, like the the grinder transactions are very yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not here to talk. Like, right. you know what I mean? And not paying you to talk. And so I loved that this guy who is black was able to laugh at the funniness of him saying that I was late and then me going, Oh, it's either that or I start talking like you. Ha ha ha. We laughed and then had sex and it was good. Like my point is I might be in love with him. That's fantastic. Like that's, you know, that's that good. good. Are you going to see him again? Yes. Awesome. So, but yeah, nice. so that's my new Easter tradition. Right. I like is it. Sex with the black man. Sure. It's the, it's like you got the egg hunt roll and that it's better it's, than all of that. stuff. Yeah, I like it. Um, <laughs> So I got I did my five hundred dollar credit. So I I was tweeting while I was in uh, Key West. I'm a new yes because that's uh, um, something new and I enjoy it. Okay, Um, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm Hensley Dennis at Twitter. I don't tweet a lot, Mm -hmm. and I'm not that interested in the responses or like I don't follow it. (laughs) Like I'm not. 
I'm I'm waiting to get the bug, and I still, when I look at it, I don't quite know what shit means. It's confusing to look at mm. other people's feeds and what is that? What are they saying there? And like FF, FF, or there's this, or is there even a thought there, or is it just a bunch of names? Um, well, if it's FF, it's just names. It's just names because FF, means, you know, is Follow Friday. That means like try to add and you're these people suggesting to your these are if you like me, you might then like you might people. like these other people. To okay, follow. so right. you should follow. And every Friday, everyone does. I need to go to Twitter one hundred and one or whatever. Right. Um, but uh, you know, I it's there's it's cool. Whatevs. So I get to New York uh, and I meet up with my friend Scott Hinson. The new theme, by the way, it's very oh, simple. Uh, no theme, Dennis. You know what? If you can bang people, I can have a theme. But, I think. Do you it's really even... feel like that's a fair trade? <laughs> yeah, okay. we all have our shtick. I'm right? just saying I'm winning yeah. in that. I'm getting way the the bigger end of the stick. Well, I never quite said out literally. to have more themes. Than... You need a larger end of the stick, Dennis. Well, okay, well, there's that. It's very <laughs> simple. It's spring forward, you know, and uh, it's about moving ahead, right? I think I know Jumping what it's into about. The, yeah. yeah. So there's that. Like that People want to know the themes. Well, all right. Our fans come up and say, what's the theme? They, I, I'm do? flying blind. I don't have a theme. <laughs> I'm themeless. Yeah. Themeless and 30. That's right. And oh. they need a theme, so that's the theme. And um, so when I'm going to New York, there's the gentleman that I met when I went there for Fashion Police at the, the, fa- the fashion show, the Greek guy. Um, and we've been – every now, time I go there – Do you have a code name? Um, what can we call him? Greek guy. No, I don't know. I just from an earlier podcast. Uh, did he have? I don't a... know if he has a code name. Okay. And, and the truth is, he. So I emailed him. And we were maybe going to try to get together, and then uh, it turns out that he was going to be in the Hamptons, so we couldn't get together. Okay. But here's the weird thing: right after I landed, I checked into my hotel. I went up to uh, Midtown to meet up with my friend Tom, and we're walking into the Starbucks, and there's the guy. There's Greek guy, and I'm like, oh, hi. Like, you know, and he goes, oh, I just emailed you. I'm, go- I'm working tomorrow, and then I go to the Hamptons. So. But what are the, the chances in, the, in all this world wow. that I could meet the In guy? New York City, one of I the know. biggest cities in the world. And it's one of those things where Did you, you, run in, you – When you retell the story, you need to say – And so my friend and I went to the top of the Empire State Building. Yeah, I know. And he was there looking through one of those binoculars you put a quarter in. That's the thing. I'm trying to find the bigger reason in the universe, and I don't think there is one. I think it was just uh, – you know, random, but he still looks cute. That's all I'm saying. Um, and then we didn't go, I didn't go to a show that first night, but I had uh, some dessert with my friend, Aaron Quill, who, you know, our lover, uh, who is going to have a baby. It's exciting news. It's very exciting. And she's about a, a 10th the size of Jessica Simpson. She's yeah, She's so teensy. Jessica has made me think that all pregnant women no. Are gigantic right. because we've been dealing with her a lot in the fashion police. For three years. <laughs> but most pregnant women are not that. Um, but, uh, you know, so it was nice to see Erin. She was there with her mom. We had a little dessert. I'm convinced Aaron's that. Erin's mom was fabulous. She is fabulous. Was she giving you full fabulous? The, like, she, she a had fabulous like a fur outfit? and oh, God, she was talking about the theater that she saw. And, what and she, she has that silver hair, right? Yeah, she's awesome. She's so fierce. Um, but I think Smash was put on earth to drive Erin crazy during her pregnancy. Because, hmm. you know, it's set in the musical world. And, right, you she know. don't like it? Well, no, but she's like, oh, that would never happen. Or, you know, <laughs> I can't believe they let her wear, she'd never wear her costume out on the street. You know, stuff like that. But also, the um, 
the woman. Uh, meanwhile, I'm like, yeah, she's yeah. right, Dennis. Right? No, totally. <laughs> but you kind of got to go with it, like yeah. y- you know. I'm not so... good at that going with it though. Yeah, but yes. you can go with it, but it's ridic- It's ridiculous that show. But um, and so that was the first night, and then the second day, Friday, I went to my favorite I uh, park in the world, the High Line. And after I my second visit to the Highline, I proclaimed it my favorite park in the world. In the world, I was it's ready. It's called Highline Park. It's the Highline. Um, I think it's. I don't know if the word park is in it, but it's, it's um on the west side, and it goes like I don't know twenty streets or so, like over in Chelsea, on along kind of along the water, not quite to the water, but it's a raised like two stories up because it used to be a railroad thing, and there's a park built on it. Hmm. And so there's some um, landscape elements and some seating and different, all these cool architectural elements, but you're walking through sort of high buildings and you walk by the, under the Standard Hotel, and it's just so cool. It's kind of like the future world in um, Hunger Games. It's like, it feels sort of futuristic. Well, I think of you... So I love that it's my favorite I think park. you're much more a New Yorker yes. than a Los Angelino. All right. I've been I, told that before. Yeah, I re- well, okay, I'm saying it again then. Yeah. I feel like you really you're yeah, you enjoy things that New York has to offer that LA yes. kind of doesn't in a way or things that go unappreciated in Los Angeles that are more appreciated there. Yeah. Next time you got to go to the Highline. Although when I lived there for 3 months, I was really ready to come home. Like and I you know what I mean, I thought I might mm-hmm. get there and like you know, get into the social scene or, or like meet cool dating things. Oh no, the guys like, are still dicks. You there. know, but I like so I didn't have a shift. Like, oh, this is where I need to be. Even yeah. though I enjoyed working there and stuff. Speaking Look, of, you which, had just as much sex there as you have here. So I, I don't which, know what you're talking that's true. about. <laughs> that's absolutely. You were true. embraced with open legs. That's true. Um, speaking of my New York time, Kate McKinnon, who I worked with on Big Gay Sketch Show, yeah. now on Saturday Night Live, Triumph. She's going to be so great on there. And the weird thing is the Penelope Cruz sketch that she did was something that she pitched mm-hmm. at Big Gay Sketch Show, that same idea where she couldn't pronounce the things. And I thought they even might have shot it. I don't think it ever aired. But anyway, sometimes an idea takes a while to hey, emerge. And right. she's going to be fantastic on there. But all the write-ups about her being on there, none of them mentioned Big Gay Sketch Show. It's like that thing didn't even happen. Well, it didn't. <laughs> for most of us, it didn't happen, For Dennis. most people, it didn't happen. But it's like... She is a sketch comedian on a TV show. Maybe there's something in her background right. that might have prepared her for that. <laughs> for like other sketch. That yeah. time she was on that sketch show for well, three seasons. Well, isn't his seasons. name Stephen Guarino? Yeah, Stephen Guarino. On Happy Endings. Yes, he's big awesome. Old, big old feature role. Yeah. That's, so that's good. He's... The kids are talented on yeah. this show. Um, Ghost the Musical happened. Oh, wait. I forgot to tell you. I saw Matt Moline on the High Line. He met oh, us on the High Line for a hike. Fantastic. He's engaged. And he's getting, he's almost done with his masters. Yeah, and I he's was like, smart and he's thin, right? He's slim. He looks good. He's doing some marathons and stuff. He's going to be a married that. man. But I was trying to think of like, because to him, for me, his call, his education, getting his masters, going through all that, went really fast. Because it seemed. Remember when well, he decided he's younger he was, than us? Yeah, but when he decided to go back to school and stuff like. And he went back to Columbia, like yeah. not an easy school. Like and yeah, he, I think he did some community in Santa Monica and stuff like that, but. It seemed like it went by really fast that time. But he's, for him, he said Dennis, parts of it did so and some old. of it didn't. We're just so old. That's really what the moral of every story is. The moral is. of the story is we're so old. 
I um I got a new car and yes, um, you gotta it has, bust that story out. Well, I'm just uh, the point is that I'm old, but it it has the kind of key that you just leave in your pocket, and yes. you just when the key is anywhere near the vehicle, yeah, then you just push the button and start the car, so you never actually take the key out of your pocket, right? Which, so then I got to work the other morning, and um, you know, our office door, our we have an office, and I right. share an office that locks. We have the keys, so I. Work all day. The end of the night, it's now, it's like, it's like midnight or something, and I'm finally leaving the office. And I drive, I get back to the, um, my car, and I don't have my keys in my pocket. I'm like, I'm trying, pushing the button, and it's not, and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't have my key. They're not in my pocket. And I go, they've got to be in my gym bag from, you know, which is in the trunk of the car. And I'm like, well, if it's in the trunk, it should be, but is there like, after an hour, does it no long? Does it everything lock automatic? Like, is there a time thing that I don't know because it's a brand oh new God, car? Yeah. So I'm freaking out. I, and then I go, well, maybe I left them on my desk. I never ever do that after I unlock the door. Yeah. I'm so good about putting them back in my pocket, and I'm right. paranoid. But maybe I just set it on my desk because I was carrying my water yeah. and what you know. So I go all the way back to the office, up to the fourth floor. They're not on the desk. I'm freaking out. Okay. And so all I can think to do is call the dealership and see, yeah. but of course they're closed. So now I have, do I have to call AAA? Do I have to get, see if they can jimmy it open? And, and then you still don't know where trunk? they are. Yeah. I'm, I'm positive now they have to be in the trunk of the car. They're right. in my gym bag. And I'm on the phone with AAA and I look at the office door and my keys are in the door. Oh my gosh. I put it in, unlock the door and never pulled my key out. And right. they've been hanging there all day for like 12 hours. Right. Wow. So I was like, oops. Just a fucking senior moment is my point. Yes. Like, we're fucking old. I know. But tell us what kind of car you got. It's beautiful. I got a uh, a two-seater rocket ship Mazda MX-5. Right. It used to be the Miata, but now this is the hardtop convertible version, and it's so cool. And it looks like if you saw Cars 3, it looks like the girl yeah. car. Is it of a course super it's fun to car. drive? It is a fucking rocket ship. Yes. Yeah. It is really hard to not go seven. Is it a real pussy hour. wagon? It is a fucking pussy wagon. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, yeah, it's just really cool. And what happened was the Honda dealership called me cause I had a Honda fit and they called me and said, because you have a 2010 Honda fit. I love fit, the name a Honda fit. Yeah. Cause it could be like a shit fit. Right. I, a- I had many fits in that car, especially when I got uh, hit by the illegal alien. Right. Um, and so they, uh, they called and said because of the tsunami, they got no 2012s. Right. And because uh, Consumer Reports did a big feature on the Honda Fit being the best car for the money and it's inexpensive and gas mileage, blah, blah, blah. Everyone wants a Honda Fit right. and they can't keep them in stock and they would buy mine back at higher than Blue right. Book. Right on. So I went in and I was like, the only way I'd get out of this car was if you had a convertible, but Honda doesn't have any convertibles. Right. But they were like, we'll go to Galpin because Galpin has Ford, Honda, Mazda, Lamborghini, like they have all these different dealerships right. that are Galpin. So they bought my car back at like twelve hundred dollars over Blue Book, right? Which is crazy. And um, and then I happened to find they had one two thousand and eleven brand new Mazda that had like eighty miles on it. No one had right. ever bought it. And so they took a ton. I kept saying, "No, you have to take more off. You have to take more." So my payment is exactly the same, and I have a car that's worth twice as much. So wow, yeah. Have you named it? No, I haven't named it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, and female. Went, it's female though. Well, th- I know that in the movie Cars Three, yeah, the car that looks just like it is a girl. There's a Cars Three, or Cars Two. 
Oh, I guess it's only Cars 2. Yeah, yeah Cars 2. Okay. Um, there was the little silver girl yeah. car. Nice. And it looks kind of like that to me. But I yeah. don't really know Cars. Whatever. All right. Love it, though. So, yeah. So That's exciting. Uh, so um, Speaking of stand-up, by the way, I just yeah. want everyone to know, if you know anyone in Seattle, please text or call them and tell them, Seattle? I'm going to be in Seattle. Mitchy Moore. Uh, I'm going to see Mitch. Moore, yeah. Moore. Um, so Seattle, the 21st and 22nd, which is next Saturday and Sunday, I'm doing shows at a place called The Rendezvous. I like it. Um, and it only seats like 40 people. So I'm doing a show at 8 and 10 on Saturday and one on 7 on Sunday. Nice. And uh, so we need to fill that fucker up. Tickets are on brown paper tickets. I'm also going to be in Phoenix on the 27th and 28th at the Stray Cat Theater. You can get tickets for that at straycattheater.org. What's the Stray Cat Theater like? Uh, like 175 seats Is in it Tempe. Like a little... Okay, cool. And Is then it an old town? It's uh, right by the university. Yeah. And then um, I'm going to be at Casita del Campo right. with Jackie Beat and Nadia Ginsburg. Look at, there's your postcards yeah. that you got. We're calling it the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, and, fun. Which uh, one are you? I'm the bad. Okay. And um, Jackie Beat volunteered to be the ugly. <laughs> but let's be honest. We would have made her be the ugly anyway. Um, and uh, we're going to be at Casita del Campo, but we're only on at 8 and 10 on Friday night the 4th. Okay. No shows Saturday Cinco de Mayo, the 5th. Okay. And then one show Sunday the 6th. Nice. But right. Cinco de Mayo, we were booked. And then Mr. Dan called and said, we can't do shows here. They have a mariachi band upstairs yeah. in the restaurant. It's pandemonium. Yeah. You wouldn't even be able to hear no. the show. So no way. So we moved it to yeah. Sunday. People shooting guns in the air. It's, you know, the Mexicans. Yeah. That's exciting. What shows did you see? You saw I Ghost. I saw Ghost, the music. So Which we, I'm we finished the Highland. We went to Ghost, the musical. Uh, Danny Casillas was nice enough to take me because he had already gotten tickets. I love him. Uh, no magic trick with Oda May. No, that I was been, wrong. That would have been uh, more exciting. Yeah. Um, pretty Voices. Good songs? No. Oh. And it was Glenn Ballard and yeah. Dave Stewart, but nothing really memorable. Um, Oda May, the whoopee part, uh, she's great. But she gets to, her songs aren't great, but when she acts in the comedic scenes. Yeah. Which are pretty much straight from the movie, but she's great. She's really good. Awesome. But they they had all these LED projections happening, uh-huh. and it was kind of like that person in the office that learned PowerPoint and oh, then went bananas. Boy. Yeah, did too much. Every like, single thing has uh, to happen. And you know, there was a whole um, chorus of dancers, and then there would be projections of dancers behind them. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, do they do Unchained Melody? They do. Do they do it with the pottery wheel? They do. The pottery wheel. I felt like it could have. Been it's weird because that, more of a it's punch, such an iconic scene. thing yeah. that was there a PowerPoint presentation with a pottery wheel? Probably some kind oh. of shit. <laughs> but the way they do the Unchained Melody is um, the lead actor who's super hunky. Uh, I tweeted that um, I learned at Ghost that there are free weights after death. Yay! Yeah, that was a clever tweet. I was really proud of that. <laughs> I'm very ambivalent about Twitter, but I do want props when I'm cute. Okay. <laughs> um, so I got in a huge Twitter fight yesterday. We'll with have to who? talk. We'll oh. finish your story. So anyways, um, he sings, he plays and sings it on the guitar to her early in the piece in kind of a jokey way, like, mm-hmm. oh my, and it's one of the more charming uh, parts of the show, and it's got, they've got cute chemistry and stuff like that. Um, so that is was Is he Ghost. British? I think he is British. But, but he plays American. Yes. Sam Wheat. And then what else did and you the, see? And the villain, the Tony Goldwyn guy has that hair that's all slicked back and long and floppy, but then when he starts to be a villain, it becomes all floppy and crazy. 
You've, we've seen it a million times. So he's literally doing cliche villain hair. He's, I don't think, I don't blame him. I think it's the hair. Once you, it's slick and then you go, you start acting desperate and mm-hmm. evil. It becomes. You can't just slick it down again? No, oh. that's part of the problem. Your hair is more evil than, than you can handle. Um, and then, oh, so I'm sitting in Ghost next to a woman who, if it, if I had been you, would be dead now. Yes. Uh, she had, um, she was there with a couple of her kids, Ugh. and she was vocal. But what I realized was that she was having such a much better time. She liked the show so much more than I right. did that I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna jump into her body. God, like that's Swayze the difference does. between you and me. Well, right no, there. it wasn't. Yes. It wasn't like a noble thing. I just was kind of amused by like how into. Right, she's she gonna make like, you enjoy it more. Oh my goodness! I'm and, gonna see it through her eyes. And it wasn't like me being noble or anything. It was just kind of striking how she'd be like. At, at the end of every number, she'd be like, "Awesome." Oh God, I would not have tolerated that three times. Adorable. Stop it! I don't even like you uh-uh. telling the story. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. And then w- Molly, you in danger, girl. She, oh, if only. So, but it was like really pronounced. That everyone around me was like, Ugh, and doing that look over the shoulder. And I, for some reason, totally you don't need to be against those it. people. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with those people. Dennis. No, but I didn't care. <laughs> like I, for some reason, I wasn't bothered because I wasn't enjoying the yeah. show that much. Like I wasn't invested. She wasn't taking me out of it. Right. Because I would have to have been in it for me to be pulled out of it. And um, during the blubbering part, during the sad part, she wasn't just like, she was like, (laughs) like full on blubbering. Do you know that when I saw that movie, that's how I was? Yeah. When I saw that movie the first time, I was, it was the only thing worse. There are two movies that have been worse than Ghost. Beaches. I had to leave the first time. Yeah. I was crying so hard. But the all time worst was when you fucking took me to see Up. That I have never behaved I that way t- in a movie wasn't like I, It was like it this was little indie no one had heard of. Yes. But you guys, I was so depressed, yeah. and you said, look, Tony, come on. Let's just go see this movie. Get your mind off it. Of your heartbreak from I think there's a podcast Eric. all about it. And man, that. but we all went down hard that together was shit. on that, that yeah. one. And we, even the Chevys. Even, I remember that was the only time I have not even had fun at Chevys. Yeah. Because even Chevys couldn't get us out of that fucking no. ditch that we were in. Yeah. That was intense. Oh, What's man. the most crying movie I've seen? Well, I did cry at a show that I saw. The best thing I saw in New York was called um, Now Hear This. Okay. Which is from the title of Show People. It's their new show. Awesome. And it's the four of them. And I didn't even know it was showing. But I, I do my thing when I get to New York. I buy the new Time Out New York. That's my thing in the airport. Sure. I, and if I have a highlighter, I start highlighting. Oh, and... calm down. <laughs> so it's like my favorite if New York I have thing. a highlighter. My Hudson News stop. I gotta stop. Yeah. The... Where's the new time? You got the new time out? Yeah. Okay, thanks. I got it. Thank you. Oh boy, oh boy. I got so, a highlighter. Got a highlighter. And so I'm in the taxi or whatever. And um, So it's their new show. And it's kind of um, thematically, it's a little existential. It's about trying... I talked to a couple of them afterwards and they said that it was inspired by when title of show was on Broadway and all that stuff. They were trying to enjoy every minute because they didn't know how long it was going to last. Right. And like, let's experience this. Is it the same I, actors? Yeah, all four of them the same. Oh, neat. And I love them. And, and um, it, it made me cry uh, a few times. And I was right in the front row. We did the rush thing. So I got 20 buck tickets. Almost made up for that $7,000 parking yeah. ticket debacle. Between that and the five hundred dollars voucher, the credit, you're still we're, only we're, you're, you're still only two eighty in the hole. Fuck. Um, and so after, and I kind of have a crush on Jeff Bowen from the title of show people. Okay. Uh, 
he's cute and um you know he's smart and talented and so afterwards uh i went with my friend tom and we hung out and i i chased him down on the street to say that I liked the show and all that. And he, ch- he chatted a bit, and he was friendly enough. But, but then not, a yoga lady came up and talked to you? No, not a yoga lady. It was I think he's got a boyfriend now and who directed the show, in fact. Oh, God. Um, so, but then I went back inside, and I met Susan, one of the girls in the show, and that's where the love fest blossomed. The, yeah. The girl. Susan Blackwell. I think we're Facebook friends now. Good. She, uh, she writes on Billy Eichner's show, about which we can't see and yeah, makes me on so Fuse, mad billy on the street which is apparently doing really well but i told her i worked on fashion police and she was like you know what i got this job on the show and they had me write a few jokes and then i got the job and then i have to write so many jokes and i'm like i know yeah so we were bonding over That's like amazing. the thing and and um and uh so i love her i love her so that was the love fest of the trip um and that show's not running that much longer, but she t- did tell me that when Joan came to see Tyler's show, mm-hmm. that she went backstage and they didn't know what to expect because, you know. Right. And how lovely Joan she was. She gushed all over Yes, the show. and one of them commented on her perfume, and they all ended up getting perfume sent to them. And it was, like, so, nice? like, exactly what I, I've i come to see uh, is sort of the way Joan is. Have but, I told you my yeah. weird Joan Rivers perfume? No, but I love that. I Story. love that when you show up at E on Thursday mornings, I could smell, oh, she's gone to voiceover. Okay, she's back. <laughs> like, that but perfume, it's not, I love that It's perfume. a beautiful smell. I love That's it. The thing. I find yes. it comforting. I think it's pretty. This is how comforting yeah. I find it. I love it. I ordered some, and when I get sad or upset or stressed out, I can uh, spray it, and I just I feel a little better. That's it's embarrassing to say that out no, loud. No, it's not. It's so but sweet. I'm because not she, I swear to you, and you, you know how yes. not spiritual I am. Right. But you know I was so close with my grandmother. Yes. And my grandmother was the one that always told me how funny I was, and I used to be able to make her pee right. from laughing so hard. And she would be mad at me, but at the same time I knew it was like, I made her pee. Like that was that's the ultimate. Yeah. That was the standing ovation. She's my... the one that said I trusted. That famous. Oh trip. yeah, she's the one that told me never trust a fart. Yeah, and I didn't understand what that meant. But boy, do I now. Yeah, it's funny how sometimes the wisdom after the person's gone. Yeah. Um, but so I just really sort of feel so many times Joan will say something to me or she'll look at me in a certain way, and it it like scares. It's like it's my grandma. Like it's weird mm. how like. And so Joan has really taken this sort of grandmotherly like place in my, Joan doesn't know this. (laughs) I'm just some asshole employee to Joan, but to me, she's now my grandmother. I bet she knows it. Yeah. And, but, um, so I just, it's like that smell just makes me feel safe and Mm -hmm. like, it's going to be okay. And, where do you keep it? Here? I have it in the bathroom. And yeah. Sometimes it, do you need bit? some? Do you want some? What, well, what it'll do it? the same for What's you. What's it called? It's, her it's called Joan Rivers now and all now and forever. And I guess it won some award, right? It won the fragrance award that year. The, the problem Fifi. is the Fifi. You're right. It's now a different formula, which doesn't smell exactly the same. I can't tell the difference. Right. But she will tell you the one that she wears is the original formula, which she just still has some left. But then they had to change it because one of the ingredients. Killed some kids. You know, it's no longer legal. Yeah. Yeah. You can only get it in Guatemala. No, but it was like one of those things where you had to change the formula because the manufacturer that originally made it went out of business or got sold. And so basically they sold off her fragrance to a different fragrance company. Right. You know, it's one of those weird corporate buyout things. Sure. No, it's like when. And they use a slightly different ingredient. 
which she says she can tell the difference. I can't smell the yeah. difference, but she can. I love that smell. It's I a love really it. beautiful. It's not at all old lady gardenia no, pea smell lovely. at all. Yeah. Um, let me see if that's all the shows I saw. Oh no, I saw once the musical. Ah. Oh, Liked it, didn't love it. Wanted isn't to that love it. sad? Well, once that's the number of times you want to see it. No, I would see it again only because the lead guy Steve Kazee was out. So, and I'd heard great things about him, and the understudy was fine and whatever. But you're still wondering, ah, you know, I did. You know, I could listen to them sing that "Falling Slowly" song that from the movie. Amazing. I could listen to them forever, and all that's the when I love. That's when I fell in love stage. with Chris Allen on Idol. Yeah, was when he sang that song, and I was yeah. like, okay, now I get it. I love that song, and. Every all the musicians are on stage. There's no pit. It's all live. It's happening there. And um, I did. I liked it. But you know who was in our audience is Matt Bomer from White Collar. Yeah. And his partner yeah. Simon Halls, who I know from when I used to do a lot of journalism. He's a big publicist. Right. And much older. Well, I don't think he's that much older. He might be older than Matt, but he's like in his forties, I think. And um, I re- I saw him and he was friendly to me. He remembered me and because I remember he used to when he did when I interviewed Gwyneth, he was the guy. Mm. And um, I he's very handsome in person, more handsome than I remember him being. And um, he was like, "Hey, what are you up to?" and stuff like that. And I didn't want to tell him I uh, work on Fashion Police because publicists. Oh my aren't god, crazy Dennis! But well, I didn't. He he was like, "I hear you on the radio sometimes." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I do that sometimes or whatever." Yeah. Um, so, um, but it was wild seeing him, and he was there with the Bomer, who apparently was great on Glee. I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that was I, um, once. I've seen a bunch of shows lately. I saw Rock of Ages at the Pantages, and I saw it years ago when it was first here in LA on the studio back lot. Yes, and I left. Yeah, you weren't. Having I hated it. it. I loved so it so much. I just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I loved it so much. The Pantages. I loved it. Loved it. This cast that's doing the tour is so great. And have yeah. you seen the trailer for the movie? I've seen parts of it, it but I don't think I've seen the latest. It is such a great trailer. Show. It's hilarious. I can't wait. I'm so excited for that movie. Tom um, and then I saw American Idiot at uh, the Amundsen, and it's really good. But a little of that angry young people flipping the bird at the audience, yeah, goes a long way. See, I don't know if I love the music, the Green Day thing. Yeah, to go see it, but should so I see it? it, you know, it's you know, but there's a couple moments that are really great. Um, Color Purple we've talked about before, but I really want people to go see it because it's only got a couple weeks left, right? Well, I've heard they might extend, but I don't know. It's so good. I'm trying to get Sabrina and Melody, Joan's assistants, to go. I'm like, you're black. You would love this. Right. But like they really – I was like, it's so – it's really a great reimagining of that, the big Broadway version. It's just neat. It's fabulous. But last night I went and saw Billy Elliot. Right. And we talked about this before. that when when, When Joan sent me to see it, in New York a year ago. I liked it, but I just didn't, I wanted to be more affected by it. And I just didn't think the songs were that singable. And I really was oddly disappointed. Although I thought the kid, I mean, it's just so amazing that the kid's on stage for three hours running the show. Yeah. Last night I took Brianne, who's, you know, our PA on the show and she's only seen one like big show. Right. And then last year she really wanted to see wicked. So I took her with me to see wicked and I thought her head was going to explode. So I had said, Hey, do you want to go to Billy Elliot Thursday after the show? And she was like, Oh my God. Okay. So we were crying and laughing. This kid was so phenomenal and so believable and real. And the woman that was the dance teacher Mm -hmm. had done the role on Broadway. I don't think I saw her on Broadway because I was so much more affected by her. Um, It's, it's like kind of an amazing, it's kind of a magical, amazing show. Mm -hmm. Like, 
it's full of curse words. Right. Every other word is shit or stupid cunt or, right. you know, sawed off and I'll fuck off and screw you and shite and asshole. And yet you take the kids to this and like, it's one of those times where art can transcend just dirty words. It's okay that your children are hearing people say dirty words because that's the way these people in this universe talk. Right. But the point is your parents ultimately will love you no matter who you are and accept you. You know what I mean? And right. we want like, it's so beautiful. It is so great. I can't wait to see it again. My, my friend Denise called me yesterday and she goes, you got to call me back. I have some good news. I have some good news. And I was like, all right, whatever. So I called her back and she's like, my bosses gave me two tickets for Billy Elliot and I want you to go with me. And we're in the front row of the mezzanine and it's, the 27th or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm so excited. Good. I'm going to see it. It's really good. I loved it on Broadway and I cried. Uh, yeah. I cried yeah. last night, but I didn't when I went on Broadway. And, but there was also these amazing thrilling moments. Cause my seats, you know, are in the front row. Right. 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 And so, you know, the entire audience is behind you. Duh. Yeah. And there would be these moments where we would be cheering after he would do a number. Yeah. And I could tell that the front section had stopped and you would hear the balcony and the back of the audience still, going banana like ape shit like rock concert and it was this thing where like this is real like people all the way in the back are so blown away by this 13 year old boy i I see the same kid that they're well i'm sure it happens every night but it was this weird thing of being in because you know the broadway house isn't that big i can't remember there's you know it's like you know broadway houses are smaller than like the pantages and so you don't have that sense of being in a cavernous room right right right. the the back yeah was not ready to let it move on to the next thing. And this kid's having to hold and hold. And there were like six or eight times during the show where that happened. Wow. And I was like, first of all, rich people don't clap as much. So do you know what I'm saying? It was like, rich well, how people come, in the front. Yeah, yeah. How come all you assholes in the front stop clapping? I'm, you know, you can yeah. hear that they are, but it was really like electrifying to see just the love, the goodwill for this kid and for yeah. like, the story. And what did Brienne think? Did she love it. She was just numb. She was I blown away. Her. It was so good. And yeah, She's going to fucking run a network someday she's or be got the it. first she's female president hold, she's, or something. Uh, she holds that show together single-handedly. It's awesome. Um, so before I saw um, – now hear this. I saw my friend Jim David and his husband, Dan mm-hmm. Rosen – is it Rosen? Newly Paul? married. Newly married. And Jim had just come out with a book uh, he self-published called You'll Be Swell. So mm-hmm. you should check that out. It's a novel. And I he signed one for me, and I'm excited to read it. Um, they just, he got married and he talked about, so we had lunch and, um, he told me all about the wedding and how it happened. They had a Liza impersonator, uh, open for them. Like it was in a cabaret space and mm. it was a, like a produced show and, and, uh, all the family came and how loved they felt and supported and all these different, um, parts of their life coming together in this moment and how beautiful and overwhelming it was. And. I was sitting there listening to it. I was so happy to hear them talking and I loved it. And I, but I really don't think I, that's going to happen to me. I don't think I'm going to ever have a story like that. Does it and make you sad? No, not at all. Oh, well then there you go. But it was really like, oh, this is a whole experience. Yeah. Probably won't have. Cause that's how I feel about kids. Like I knew I was going to have kids. Yeah. And then I got to a point where I was like, no, I'm not. And it's not like, well, I'm so sad. Yeah. I always thought I would. It's like, I'm not gonna. And I'm not meant to, and it's okay. I don't feel a horrible, yeah. yearning, empty pit of sorrow for it. Yeah. It's just, I have my niece, and that's great, and that's plenty, and that's just what I got, and I'm right. grateful. Right. Yeah, no, it's interesting. But that I means didn't you feel... got me. 
That's there you go. Well, that, that ain't enough, it. Dennis. That's that ain't <laughs> enough. shit. Okay, now my, okay, my, now I feel bad. Yeah, my niece I is was awesome. Fine. <laughs> you just and then cut you me. <laughs> did that? No, but it was like I was sitting there going, "That's so cool." Oh, and then that happened, and you know, but um, yeah, maybe you know, you never know. When will but I don't long for it either right. in that way. But it was interesting to to hear him tell the whole beat by beat by beat of it all, and and how beautiful and awesome it was. You know, I thought so. that on Easter. Yeah. Like I was like, wow, people that like have, this is our ninth Easter together. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like I, like, I was thinking about you banged the guy. No, no. After I fucked the black guy. Um, I, um, I, he, he, I was just thinking, but like, I could have been married, you know, like if I just weren't, you know, dead inside, <laughs> you know, but like, I mean, I really thought Eric and I were going to get married. I thought Jay and I were going to get married years which before that. Which of the that. two did you think of the, if you had to, I was one? certain Eric and I were going to be married. Eric. Certain. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt together forever. Absolutely certain. Yeah. And it's so weird that I've just never, ever seen him. And I just, I'm telling you, I was think where was it? Oh, last night I was waiting for Brianne. At Billy Elliot, and it just so happened that last night was the official opening night. Right. So celebrities were there. Right. So I was hanging out with Bruce Valanche. Right on. Um, and you know Jay Rodriguez, the big stars were there. Sure. Uh, Michael Gross, the dad from Family Ties, who I hear it is was, very nice. But Louis Van Amstel and um, I like him. And uh, Anna Trubinskaya were both there. Love it. Because you know they're married. That's right. That's right. <laughs> And so I went up and I said to Louie, I was like, hey, you know, I work on Fashion Police and Kelly just talks about you all the time and loves you. And he was like, oh, I want to come to a taping. So he was very nice. I like him. Unlike you, I'm actually not ashamed to tell people well, that I, I work tell for people. I, I Believe me, I peddle that shit a lot. But when it's like a publicist yeah. that uh, could someday, you know, that veto me interviewing somebody. And also it never came up. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like. Oh, so you think that a publicist would veto you interviewing somebody because you worked at Fashion Police because they think you would write, even though it's a publicist that had this great experience with you and Gwyneth. A long time ago. I don't know yeah. what I thought. I just think, you know what it was? All it was was like, publicist, don't volunteer. If he asks, yeah. then bring it up or whatever. Yeah. But I did do this thing of like, you know, we only had a short conversation. and uh, hmm. But yeah, no, I just, you know, publicists are uh, tricky beasts yeah as it were i um uh, so i spent the day with a porn star today oh good today yeah my you know i signed with this new management company right and that's gotten me zero uh gigs but one Is of the other ball bracelet by the way <sighs> you know it's not right oh i don't know what it is i have a red string bracelet on but it's yeah. much thicker than a Kabbalah bracelet would be yeah and i have one next to it that's red and blue and I, they're just from the beach in mexico i've had right them on. for months but the other, like three weeks ago at the meeting, Abby, who was like the nicest, sweetest Christian lady in our right. office, says in front of the entire staff, Tony, wait, is that a Kabbalah bracelet? Yeah. And then what she meant to say was, no, of course not, because, you know, Kabbalah bracelets are thinner. But she goes, no, 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 no. If it was Kabbalah, you'd be much thinner. And I just collapsed with laughter because right. she didn't mean to call me fat. Yeah, she just she misspoke. It would be missed. But would it was mis so funny, the idea that if I was spiritual, I'd yeah. be in better shape. Sure. Which is also probably true. You never know. <laughs> and so I've been laughing about that for yeah. weeks. So that's not what you weren't no. reminding me of that story. I thought you were I maybe never, setting me up. I didn't hear that story. Up. I don't remember that. It was very funny when she said that. And yeah. then she, of course, felt horrible, right. which made it even funnier. Um, 
Porn so, star. Porn star. My management company calls and says, hey, we have this porn star that doesn't do porn anymore, but he still gets asked to do a lot of appearances and stuff. And what would it cost for you to write him 20 or 30 minutes of stand-up? Yeah. And I'm like, well, look. That's a fucking lot of stand-up. Yeah. I go. He's going to do if 20 it's or somebody, 30 minutes? If it's someone who has a great sense of humor and has all these stories and is totally open about talking about these embarrassing stories, then it's something we could do in three or four meetings yeah hanging out together you tell me the story i'll tell you back you know the funnier funny version that's still your truth but if you hit this this and this that's you know yeah but if it's someone who like can't get on stage and talk that's a whole other job entirely so we met for the first time today um can you say who it is i think i can yeah his porn name was brett brent corrigan and he, he was, was like in, this super um, famous bottom. Yes. And but he now was, he's done, eat, um, not eating out, uh, another yeah, gay yeah, sequel. Yeah, he was in another gay sequel with Will Weichel. Oh, yeah. who I ran into on the street, by the way, in New York. Love I him. I love him. And um, and so he's very handsome, slender. You know, he's a twink, 25-year-old brunette. But um, his story, I intentionally didn't do a lot of research because I just wanted him to tell me what right. he's comfortable talking Because I don't know. But, like, he faked his no he lied about his age yeah he's st- his first porn shoots he was 17 right and the producer according to him the producer knew and basically told him how to fake documents so that right. the producer would have fake documents to get away with it then it was revealed and then the producer wanted him to lie and there was all they sued each other him and the producer and then the producer got murdered and the people that murdered him Murdered him because they wanted to work with Brent Cor- Brent, Brent Corrigan, but he was still sort of under contract with this shady producer, so they killed him to like get. But then they got arrested. Like we can talk about this because they're these two guys are in jail now yeah. for killing this guy, and like not they stabbed him like he said twenty eight times, slit his throat so far deep that his head almost came off, Ugh. and then burnt his house down. When the body was found, they didn't know what gender it was. Holy shit! Like. This kid's got some stories. Yeah. Not necessarily hilarious. I was like, I was thinking more like farting on the set. Like, yeah, yeah that's where I would. Yeah. And, um, which he does have a really good story about the first time that he was getting mm-hmm. fucked by a 12 inch dick. Um, it, you know, 12 inches is really hard to take and you have to get lube up inside you deep. Right. Like not just on the person's dick, but you need to have lube in you for them to fuck you yeah. for a long cuz you know you're getting fucked for like an hour and a half. Right. And so of course, yeah, of course, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and when you're making a movie, which sure. is stuff I'm learning, right. right. And so they stopped and the makeup person put lube in a douche. Right. And he got upside down in a chair with his butt in the air and then they put the lube in him so that then he get fucked but he didn't do it right, and they filled him full of half lube, half air. Oh, shit. And then he laid there getting fucked, and it pushed the air bubble, like, really high up. And that he said that it just he was just shitting out lube for, like, a day. Like, just – he said he had to wear two pairs of underwear for the next day. Wow. Because he was just farting lube, lube bubble – like, gross lube – Santorum, I guess, is what that would be. I suppose. But – um, and so – I don't know how funny this stuff is going to end up, but we spent the day together and he has a boyfriend um, and he's a very bright kid and super driven. And, and so we'll just see, but it was, it's interesting to be talking about porn because I know I've never seen him in a movie. Right. And like, 
it's a you know it's a CD world, but his experiences in legit film have actually been seedier. Right. Like he got. I have to be careful how I tell this story, but he got called in for a major movie that we've all seen uh, to play a gay character. And they said, we want you for this character, but we're going to have you audition for this other one because this, we're not reading people for this role that we really think you're perfect for, which already was shady. And they had him come in and read. And then they said after his read, he was supposed to meet some people that were involved with the movie and let's just meet for a drink. And they literally were sitting there having drinks and every one of them reached over under the table and like would try to grab his balls and like put right. their hands inside his, like put their hands in his, like, yeah, they thought he was like a party favor. Yeah. And it was, wow. it, you know, it was like, do you want this role? Like really right. on one hand, not surprising. And on the yeah. other hand, surprising. I mean, this is a movie that won tons of awards so it was like really like you don't it wasn't like some small little gay indie well that's how gay guys act like this is like the big time student so anyway um so he's an interesting guy and i have to say my first impression of him was that he was not sleazy and he is a charming bright guy so right. there you go his real name is sean paul lockhart okay um awesome. so there you go I love it. And so if anyone has Where a question yeah. that they want me to ask Sean Paul Lockhart. Oh, I love that. Where uh, did you guys meet? At his boyfriend's apartment. Yes. Uh, which is, you know, beautiful and fancy. Um, so, yeah. There you go. Did you meet the boyfriend? I did. They have a brand new 10-week-old uh, Alaskan Husky puppy. Nice. That had to have sh- his 10-week shots today, and they sedate the dog for that. So the dog was laying on the ground literally not even blinking like it was like a dead dog oh my god but like a teddy bear because it's this puff fluffy puppy yeah with the and it's all white and gray but it's got like the black eyeliner and the blue eyes just the most beautiful little puppy and you could pick him up and he was just like a limp dead teddy bear oh. like it was the cute and i was like i wish the dog would stay you limp like this like everyone. he was loving yeah I so. met a girl last year at the Palm Springs Film Festival who shot a movie called Dog Sitter, where oh, the yes. dog dies. And um, they, to do it, because she has to pull this dead dog's body all over right. Paris and all over this apartment. And to do it, they found a dog that needed an operation or whatever, or needed something, and right. they sedated it before they did whatever they were going to do to it. And she had like, you know, Only a few 10 hours. minutes to get yeah. all the shots or whatever crazy. Yeah, That's hilarious. So there's that. I think I crossed out of everything on my on list. We're ending on a dead dog, Dennis. I know. I know. We're ending on a dead dog. So uh, there's that. All right. Well, please follow me on Twitter. That's it's right. uh, Tony Tripoli with no spaces. Oh, Dennis, what about your Twitter war? Dennis is at Hensley Dennis. I just tweeted um, uh, that Aretha Franklin picture that got cut mm-hmm. from Fashion Police yeah. and some Aretha Franklin fat jokes. I had a great joke for that. Which was? Well, it's a picture of Aretha Franklin. She's with a dude, and they're walking across the street or whatever. And, and she's in a big fur coat. Fur coat and a pink suit. And I said, why did Aretha Franklin cross the road? Why, Dennis? To get to the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's right, right? I love that. Yeah. My favorite joke was right after this picture was taken, she cried, wee, 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 all the way home. Um, but so... I, oh, because the little piggy went to market. Little, yeah, it's little piggy went. We, we, we all I was home. like, "What's that from?" And so, um, yeah. So, I tweeted, a, you know, a couple jokes about, you know, those were platform shoes when she left because she had these really little tiny feet, yeah, pumps on that looked funny in the picture. Anyway, and someone was like, "Don't you make fun of the Queen of Soul?" And I was like, "Well, but she does look really crazy." I'm just joking. They were like, "No, if you're um." 
your Twitter thing says hilarious, then I expect you to be hilarious. And so I looked at his profile and it just said something like ordinary man. I was like, and, and then he tweeted back, I think it's time for you to take the word hilarious out of your profile. And I tweeted back, well, I think it's time for you to take the word man out of yours if you can't even handle these jokes. Yeah. And Gosh, I'm missing out on all the fun. Yeah, I'm it was like, missing out on it was so weird. Fun. Like, why are you a stranger? Yeah. Like, yeah. people get so crazy on Twitter because it's anonymous and they can just yes. yell fuck you to you. And it's kind of fun to yell fuck you back yeah. at them. Yeah. But um, ultimately, I just blocked him because he yeah. was just like, you know, you're a jerk or whatever. Right. But like, it was it was pretty fun for like an hour. Uh, there you go. A nice Twitter war. Bam. Whatever. What else? I'm no Kelly Osbourne. She's the queen of the yeah. Twitter war, and she loves it. Did you watch her host the new Now Next Awards? I did. Did you know Drew Drogi wrote them? No, I didn't. They're fun. I um I thought she was adorable. I thought she did good considering yeah. it's logo and it's kind of like at the you know it's, it's not... so low. It's like just but it, it was it was fun. hard to watch. I just was like, wow, oh, we're better than this. It was... I thought it was fine. I think it would be fun to be at, but. Yeah. It I just wasn't was bothered. Such a, I, I was love fine. the little opening skit, though. I thought that was such was a cute, cute idea. And, and she owned it. I love she sang what Kelly wore. She looked cute. And <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I and... like Kelly. I think she's super likable. And, yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, Willem wish... is blown up. He's blown Willem's up. Willem's a legitimate big star now, and uh, not, not not at all surprised. Of course not. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. I'm sick of Jiggly Caliente. I have no, I have no. Did you on so her. you saw that Jiggly Caliente accepted the award? Oh yeah, for Naya Rivera as the Glee girl, yeah. and then did the split. I also think it's weird that if Logo's going to have a bullshit award show, the deal is you show up. Like, you know, like phony cat. Like, I'm surprised they gave an, the hot award to a, right somebody to someone that, who won't even show up. Yeah, no, that's a that's a, it can be rigged. <laughs> can you be can rigged. give it to someone who will Come, commit to being yes, there. It's only the hot award. It's not you know right book of the year um yeah well kelly um, said that she was backstage doing a chain quick change yeah and an ambulance came up really loud to the theater and they Holy stopped shit. because jiggly caliente ripped her groin when she did that split oh, and they had to take her away in an ambulance Fuck, that's amazing <laughs> so there well, you go the weird thing about it is i'm thinking it's a girl the whole time you're telling the story and then it wasn't until ripped groin you didn't know jiggly caliente no, was a man i know it's a drag queen but i Somehow I'm. It wasn't until you said ripped groin that I thought, oh, penis. But women can rip their groin. I guess so. I don't know. I just thought. But Jiggly ripped hers. So I, there you go. I just was really believing the illusion of venality. <laughs> venality. Oh, Dennis. There's that. Uh, but find us on Facebook. Dennis, of course, is Dennis right. Hensley. I'm Tony Tripoli. You can find Dennis at DennisHensley.com. Right. You can see what's going on with me at, at TonyTripoli.com. I just did a really funny interview for the Seattle Gay News. Uh, and uh, send is that on your website? People. Um, it will be, and right then on. you know I was on the cover of the Echo. The Echo in and that uh, interview is cute. I want to see it. I saw um, the. I saw it. I haven't read it. They're yet. sitting there on the coffee table, I but it's it. on my website and stuff. Nice. Check out Doctor Kiss. It's the world's greatest lip balm. Vanity available. Mark. Yes, at vanitymark.com. And there's a new Doctor Kiss coming. I think in June. Doctor Gloss. Yes, it it's is. a yeah. shiny girl version yeah. of Doctor Kiss. So. Good stuff. There you go. Uh, right. And check out our friend's podcast, Linoleum Knife. Oh, yeah. I've been listening to those. Fun times. Yeah. I have Sirius in my new car for oh, like good. four months. Nice. I haven't even set it up yet, but. Uh, it's fun. Let's see if I get hooked I listen on to the it Sirius. A lot. Well, you, yeah. got your, you got your OutQ. You got your uh, 
MSNBC. Mm-hmm. You got your Howard Stern. Yeah, there's I a love lot. It. Stern, you know, is going to be the judge on America's Got Talent. I know he's been talking about it all a lot. Exciting. Yeah, I'm good. Well, alrighty. Well, all right. as always, we love you for listening, and we'll see you in another month. I, uh, we'll try to be back we'll sooner. Be better sooner than later. And what? we'll talk to you later. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.